Hello, and welcome to the Mama Mentor Podcast. My name is Joyce, and here we talk everything life. Today, we're going to talk about one of my favorite subjects. I like to share this with friends, with family, with people that I help out, all those kind of things. And you may have heard of it before, and you may have not. So we're going to go over all the basics. So I know there's a fancy term for it, but... Right at this moment, I can't think about that fancy term is. But what it is, is romancing the ordinary. And what that means is that we make everything that we do in a day in our lives, or as many things as we possibly can, to be amazing. So, for example, instead of having a glass of juice with my breakfast, I will get out a beautiful wine goblet and I will put ice cubes in it and then I will pour the juice in it. So I'm still drinking the same juice that I would ordinarily, but there's something that feels special about putting it into nice glassware and having the ice cubes and just enjoying and savoring the moment of having some juice in the morning. It's the same with when we have nice pajamas. You know, instead of just throwing on any old pair of shorts or pajama pants and a t-shirt and going to bed, I like to buy, and I don't spend a lot of money. So let's get that caveat out of the way right away. I do not spend a lot of money on these romancing the ordinary things. But I like to buy, I buy my pajama sets from Costco. They're like, I want to say they're $15 and it's for a set. And so there's nice loungy pants and a matching top. They have pockets. You know how we feel about pockets. We love a good pocket. And they are so comfortable. And I know some of you are going to say, well, what difference does it make? You're just going to go to bed and sleep in them. But it does. Because here's the thing about romancing the ordinary. It takes the everyday tasks and rituals that we do and adds a nice twist to them so that they feel special. And by doing that, it makes every day special, filled with special things and special events And that makes it more enjoyable. At least I know it does for me. Instead of having just an every or everyday ordinary experience, you know, you know, doing work and dishes and cleaning and making meals and showering and all that kind of stuff, it makes it special. So I drink my orange juice out of a wine glass with ice cubes. I wear... I call them fancy pajamas, but they're not fancy. They're $15, but they're nice. I have one set that's got black with a nice, it's flowers all over, but they're big flowers. And they're so comfortable. And I actually like to put them on before bedtime. I will put them on, you know, maybe an hour or two before bedtime when I know I'm done leaving the house. So, you know, I don't have to take any garbage out or I don't have to do anything out in the yard or I'm not going to be going out and seeing anyone and nobody's going to pop over and visit me. When I know that I'm done, I'll put them on. And it just makes that relaxing time before bed 
feel a little bit elevated because the pajamas are soft, they're a matching set, they're pretty. Uh, and then, you know, I'll go do my skincare. So I'm taking off any makeup I've been wearing. You know, put, you know, I have one of those headband things to hold my hair out of the way. Take off the makeup, do that slowly, and then, you know, do the washing and the toning and the serums and the cream. And then, you know, wash my hands and put hand lotion on. You know, just make everything just that next level up. You know, it's the same with eating your meals. Don't just eat off of any old plate. If you have good china, pull it out and eat off of it. Because this whole mentality that we have to save stuff for a special occasion, girl, you are the special occasion. I had to learn that lesson too. I would save stuff, save the linen, save the china, save the good candles, save the good, the good, the good for some for some in the future magical special occasion that if you kind of live like that never actually comes out because you're always like mm, this isn't special enough or that's not special enough or I'm saving it for something bigger and you don't have to eat off your good china every day now if you have little kids obviously don't let them eat off it because they'll break it that's just kids and you know, but there's nothing to say that you can't eat off the good plates and they eat off of plastic ones. Tupperware. That's what I do with my kids when they were little. You know, have the nice glasses with every meal. You know, you had a wine glass with juice in the morning. Maybe you have a different part of your set that you can use and have cranberry ginger ale or even just ice water with lemon with your supper out of a wine glass. I promise you, if you eat off of your good china and you have a wine glass with ice water and lemon in it or even just ice water whatever you will feel like you had a better experience at supper even if you're eating macaroni and cheese i promise you it will feel more ele elevated and i use cloth napkins too so you know we've got the good china we've got the cloth napkins we've got the wine glass with some sort of beverage in it not wine because and it's not that I have anything against wine. I'm one of those people that I'll buy a bottle of wine and then I will just leave it in the fridge because I like the rosé. I'll leave it in the fridge forever and I, I just won't end up drinking it. And, it. and it's kind of the same thing because I'm kind of going, well, I don't want to just drink it for every day. I'll, you know, maybe a little bit of a special occasion um, or I'll forget about it. But some sort of beverage, whatever beverage you usually have for supper, water, uh, you know, a, a pop, whatever you normally will eat with your supper, put it in a wine glass with some ice cubes. You know, eat off the good china, use the nice linen napkins. Because here's a little tip for you for those two things, especially for the china and the napkins. If you have real china and if you have real linen napkins, the lack of use is what actually ruins them. You need to use your china and you need to use your linens or the linens will yellow and the china will get brittle and end up breaking one day. The more that you use those two items, the better condition that they stay in. It's just like teapots. You know, they have, you know, if you've ever seen um, like a tea ceremony where they're, they, they're pouring the tea over top of the pots and everything like that, and it's a whole part of the ceremony, they're doing that because it conditions the pots so that they don't become brittle and break. 
And so even in museums, when they have these teapots, they still do the ritual because that's what keeps the teapots in good condition. So if you're thinking that you're doing yourself a favor or saving your precious things, realize that by saving them, air quotes, all you're doing is getting them to break faster. You know, your linens will yellow if you don't use them. Your china will get brittle and break if you don't use it. Same with silverware. If you've got actual silverware, it will tarnish if you don't use it. The, it's the usage that keeps everything like that fresh. And it keeps us fresh too. Think about it. When you get up in the morning, make your bed. Make your bed. And there's a million reasons that you can look up on social media, on the internet. There's probably a YouTube channel about it, of why it is important to make your bed in the morning. But here's one of the simplest ones. Because it looks nice. It makes your room look nice. And regardless of what you're doing through the day, at some point you're going to come back to that room and you're going to see that bed. And I promise you when you walk into that room and you see that that bed is made beautifully and maybe you've put like some, you know, cute cushions on too and maybe a nice throw across the corner and are all very, you know, like social media, that will make you feel better about your space. And whether or not you have the bedroom of your dreams with the, with the broom decor of your dreams, a made bed looks amazing and it will make you feel amazing. And that is the whole point behind this romancing the ordinary that I highly recommend. Because all of these little things are going to make you feel happy. They are going to bring you joy. They are going to put a smile on your face. They are going to make you feel excited about your life, your routines, your space. And if you happen to have had like a little bit of a crappy day, like let's say you got up in the morning and you, you know, you put on your nice outfit, you made your bed, you had your orange juice out of the wine glass and you left the house and had an absolutely horrible day. Just horrible, 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 horrible. And you're just, and at the end of the day, you're like, I'm just so glad to be home. And so you get in your house and maybe you're one of those people that you have like work clothes and at-home clothes. Anytime I'm working outside of my home, I do, I do that. I have work clothes and I have at-home clothes. So when I get home, one of the first things I do is I go and change out of my work clothes to my at-home clothes. Um, the second you walk into your room after having your horrible day to go change into your nicely matched pajamas, you are going to feel amazing because now you've got a nice little matching pajama set on, nice long pants and a, and a nice top and it feels buttery soft and you see how beautiful that your room looks. Maybe you turn on the lamp because it's starting to get dark and it just looks beautiful and then you're going out into your kitchen and you're going to have your dinner and you're eating it off of nice china with again a nice wine glass with some maybe you've got real silverware and real linen napkins and you're using that I promise you that after you go through all of that you're going to feel better about your day it's not going to take away anything that bad happened in your day or any inconvenience or anything that you're really upset about but it's going to make you feel better. 
And the more of things that you can romance the ordinary of, the better. So here's some examples. So we talked about the wine glasses. Everybody has a wine glass, almost everybody. If you don't, you can literally get them anywhere. You can go to the dollar store and get a wine goblet looking thing. You know? And if you want to like set up like a set where you're like, okay, well, there's four people. So we want four of four of these. Then get four of them. They're cheap. And then you can get another variety of them for supper time. So you can have one for breakfast and one for supper. Um, if you don't have uh, china that was handed down from your grandmother, again, go buy some pieces. You can go to anywhere. You can go to the dollar store. You can go to Walmart. You can go anywhere. Ikea. Ikea is a good place to go. And get a really nice... And I'm not saying you have to get like an entire set of china. I'm talking about some plates. Just some plates. Four plates. Not going to cost you normally. See if your grandmother or your mother will part with four plates from the family china set. Uh, same with the linen napkins. You can literally also get those anywhere. Because you, I've got Norwex ones. I do have Irish ones that have been handed down and they're like 100 years old. And I do have those. But you can get linen napkins anywhere. At, at like Superstore, well, again, Walmart. I think you can even get some at the dollar store. I think I've even seen them at the dollar store. But just try to, as you go about your day, thinking of ways to romance the ordinary. So I'm going to give you a couple of mine. I've already talked about the orange juice in the morning and the plate in the evening and the pajamas. But here's another thing. I, for all my writing and um, digital creations of like journals and planners and all those kind of things, I use post-it notes for like to just get ideas out. Same with, you know, when I'm planning out podcast episodes, I'll use sticky notes. Well, I could use any old sticky note. I could use a yellow sticky note. I could just go anywhere and get a yellow sticky note, but I get pink ones. Why? Because I like pink. Pink is my favorite color. So anything that I get, I get in pink because the pink ones don't cost more than the yellow ones. I like the pink ones. So it brings me joy every time I get to use pink stickies. Same with when I need to get pins. You know, they're all writing in black, but why do I have to have one that's black or gray or blue? I get pink ones. If I, I just recently got uh, an, a keyboard for my laptop because the keyboard on my laptop, I can type really fast, but the keyboard is kind of a little bit small. And so I wanted like a full size keyboard to plug into my laptop. Guess what I got? I got a pink one. Because it doesn't cost any more than the other colors. And for me, that's part of my romancing the ordinary. The pencil case that I have my pens and pencils in is pink flowers on it. My iPad case is pink. My iPad pencil has a pink silicon cover on it, like, a, like those grips. Again, I needed to get all these things. So it's not like I went out to buy extraneous things, but when I bought them, I made sure I bought the pink one because that's what I like. That is me romancing the ordinary. And as my 
children have grown up and moved out of the house and I have just the one left, I'm actually starting that now, because I have always wanted, ever since I was a teenage girl, it's probably just a holdover, just wanted like really more to just go into the pink. Like my dream is to have like a pink velvet sofa or microfiber, either or, they kind of feel the same. But to have one of those, which I never... Like to have that with young kids and especially boys, totally impractical. But I, that, so one day when I need to get a new couch and I'm an empty nester, I'm going to get a pink one. You know why? Because I can and I want one because that's for me romancing the ordinary. I have started to, when I need to buy something new, like if I need to buy a new cup or if I need to, like I needed to get a new travel mug, like for, you know, for ice water, if you want to have a cold drink in the car and so you buy those, it's not a Stanley, but it's like one of those Stanley dupes. Guess what? Got it in pink because I was going to buy one anyway. So why not buy the color that I want? So all of those kind of things is romancing the ordinary. I like to hang my towels a certain way. I like to have the sink area decorated in a certain way. And so I do because I'm making it special. So even though my bathroom isn't like a huge one, a separate tub and shower and like heated floors and all of those things, I still have it decorated in a way that looks pretty to me so that when I go in there to do my skincare or to shower or to have a bath, I can romance the ordinary and make everything a special experience. I keep my tea bags in a cute little container that's decorative. I have decorative containers around my house for things like cotton balls and floss picks and Q-tips just to make everything a little bit more special. I have, I collect antique, some antique linens. Like if I go to a flea market or an antique mall or a garage sale and I see something that you know catches my fancy, you know, a dollar or five dollars, that kind of thing. And I use them like on my bedside tables or on my dresser. Like I don't want to use the word doily because that has such a bad connotation now, but kind of like that, like the same kind of thing that you would put on a dresser or, or a bedside table or an end table. And I put those kind of things because it brings me joy. I love to light a candle, love to light a candle. And so I buy ones that I love the scent of and I'll have different ones for different seasons because I like that and it's romancing the ordinary. When I make my sourdough bread, I score a nice little design in it. I don't need to. You just only need to make a slit in it so, you know, as it, as it cooks and expands, that you got like some stress cracks, I guess they'd be. But I like to make fancy little designs because I like to romance the ordinary. I like to light a candle when I have a bath and to put bath salts in because that makes it more special. When I go on my walk outside at this time of year, I have a nice fluffy hat. It's, it's like a toque and then it's got this fluffy pom-pom on the top. Probably is a little bit ridiculous, but it, you know what? It brings me joy and it keeps my head warm. And I, could I be wearing just a black ordinary beanie? Yeah, I could, but I don't want to. So I don't. I like to buy pink mitts. I have pink scarves and pink mitts because I buy black winter coats. Um, 
just because I find that they just don't look dirty throughout the winter. We have lots of snow here. There's slush, you know, there's road dirt. And I have had lighter colored coats before and they look dirty. You have to wash them all the time. Whereas a black one kind of, you know, can go through the go through the paces a bit better. But that doesn't mean I don't have pink mitts and a pink hat, you know, or a pink mitts and my gray fluffy hat or a pink scarf. It's the same thing when you're going to go buy underwear. Buy the kind you like. If you like cotton ones, buy cotton ones. If you like ones that are a little more silky, buy those ones. Buy a combination of them. Buy the fun nail polish. You know, and before anyone comes at me with nail polish isn't a necessity, that depends on who you are. Because for me, it is a little bit of a necessity because I am an incessant nail biter. But you know what I won't do is bite my nails when they have nail polish on them because it looks nice and I don't want it to not look nice. So I don't bite my fingernails. So as a result, my fingernails stay in better condition. Same with the cuticles around, they stay in better condition. Cause you know, if you, if you're a nail biter or know someone that's a nail biter, you know that their nails and the area around their nails looks like crap all the time. So for me, it is a little bit of a necessity. But instead of just buying the clear nail polish, which I could do, um, I actually, I have a couple of ones that I buy. I, pink, who knew? But I also buy this one that it's kind of like a frosted white one. So if you look, if you just catch a first glimpse of my nails, it looks like I have a French manicure. Because the whites of my fingernails looks like the French manicure. Like I've got a really pink part and then a really prominent white part on my nails. And so when I put this kind of translucent frosted white nail polish on, not only does it keep me from biting my nails in my cuticle area, it kind of looks like I have a French manicure. And like I said, I could have just gone clear, would have done the same job, but why not? Why not enjoy the process? You know, why not put whipped cream on your pudding? Why not put whipped cream in your hot chocolate? Put mar- give your kids marshmallows to put in their hot chocolate. You've probably known at least one person or at least seen it, if you don't know somebody in person that does this, that sets up a hot chocolate bar every winter, you know, with the marshmallows and the candy canes and the, all the little toppings you can put on your hot chocolate and it's got the instant hot chocolate and the cute cups and the cute stirry spoons. Why do you think we do that? Because we're romancing the ordinary because, you know, we could just drink a hot chocolate with nothing on it out of a coffee mug, but that's not near as fun as doing all the other things. And if we take that kind of special effort with some of the ordinary things in our life, then a lot of the stuff that we're doing is elevated to bring us some joy. You know, mopping your floors. Get a, get a mop cleaner that you love the smell of. I love there's two ones I love the most is orange the smell of orange and the smell of peppermint so you can bet your bottom dollar that that's what my cleaners smell like because I have to clean anyway I might as well enjoy the process and I do oh when I spray that peppermint cleaner and I'm cleaning off a a work a work table or a counter or you know, a, a dirty spot on the wall, the, the scent of peppermint that comes out, I just love it. And it just makes me go, oh, what else can I clean? 
you know, same with my, same with mopping. It's like, oh, mopping it with that orange cleaner, orange smelling floor cleaner. Just like, oh, that just, it smells fresh and clean and citrusy and it just smells amazing. And so it makes it enjoyable for me to do that. Same with hand lotion. I could have any old kind of hand lotion that does whatever, but I have one that smells like lavender. I have another one that smells like honeydew melons and pineapple because my hands need to be moisturized, but let's get that nice smell going and that nice feel. So think about as you go through, especially this coming season, things that you might have around your house that you can reorganize or repurpose so that you can start romancing the ordinary in your life so that you can bring those special occasion feelings into your everyday with just very simple swap out like i said instead of using paper towel use a cloth napkin use a wine glass for breakfast another one at supper time eat off the good china use the silverware you know light the candle after you've cleaned the kitchen. That is all the rage on, on cleaning shows on YouTube. You can't watch a single cleaning show that doesn't have somebody lighting a candle at the very end. There's a reason for that. It's because it feels amazing. You know, when you have a bath, you know, put some bath salts in, light a candle, maybe watch a show on your tablet while you're in there. You know, if you have to iron, get, I have this. This is why I'm saying this one. I have lavender linen water. So I fill my iron with lavender linen water. It's special water, like it's distilled and then has lavender in it, but it's specially made to go in your iron so that when you iron, I like, I like to iron pillowcases, I like to iron napkins, you know, if you're ironing tablecloths or anything like that, it just gives that just a hint of lavender. And while you're ironing, it smells really nice too. You know, if you are... If you've listened to my laundry episode and you're going, oh, I'm going to implement that laundry system. And so I need to go to the dollar store and I need to get some laundry baskets. Well, when I was doing it, I went there and I could have got the plain white ones. I didn't. I have powder blue ones because I love that. I love how very like it's almost a robin's egg blue kind of thing. And it's just it just felt clean and crisp like laundry should feel like. And so I bought that one. It didn't cost any different than the white one. You know, so we can look through our homes and our routines and find ways to romance the ordinary. Use the pink pen, use the pink stickies, use the pink keyboard. And all of your everyday tasks will start to feel a little more special. And isn't that what we want? Is we want to curate a life that we don't need a vacation from? And that's how it's done. That's how it starts is we start with the little things, making our whole day special because it should be special. We're alive. We're here. We can do things. We're making progress. We're not concentrating on perfection. We're not concentrating on trying to meet somebody else's expectation of what clean and tidy and organized is. We are just going through our own journey, making our own accomplishments and our own strides and conquering our own demons and changing our own ways and developing routines and rituals that serve us. And let's be doing that on the daily so that we do have a life that we don't need a vacation from. So one of the things I did today, because I'm out at the farm, 
as you all know from listening to my podcast, that's where I always record my podcast. Well, it's a little bit chilly out, so I decided that I wanted to um, start a fire in the wood stove today. So our woodshed is outside, obviously, and so I needed to get some wood. And I could have just, I could have just ran out quickly and got some wood, but I didn't. I put on my warm fuzzy toque with a fuzzy pom-pom. I put on a nice puffer coat so I could feel like I was just really kind of a little bit put together, which is weird, but I wanted to do that. And when I went outside, I just wasn't in a rush to quickly get the wood and come back in. I walked around outside. It's a little wet. It's a little snowy. I, you know, looked around, took in the sights and the sounds of the fall that's trying to be winter. I got some fresh air. I stacked some wood that needed to be stacked. I tried my best to do some wood chopping. Uh, it, it was okay. It was okay. I think I need to work on my technique. Um, and the wood was a little bit wet, so that's probably it too. And then I carried the wood back in and put it right next to the wood stove so that, you know, later this evening when I want to have a wood stove fire, all the wood's right there. And if you are thinking, oh, yes, yeah, so you just plop it by the wood stove. No, no, because romancing the ordinary, I, we actually have a nice little like hammocky carrier for wood so it can stack nicely up off the floor. We also have a nice wooden box um, to put like our fire starters in, like our brown cardboard that we use to start our fires. And actually, I am hunting around for a galvanized metal pail. I'd ideally like to get a squarish one, but I'll probably end up getting a round one. Um, I would love to find one that's like an antique one to put next to where the log holder is for kindling so that we can have a container for our fire starter a container for kindling and a container for our wood because I like the way that it looks and it's super functional because then all your stuff is where you need it but it looks nice I don't need to do that but I want to because it's going to look aesthetically pleasing to me which is going to fill me with even extra joy as I light the fire because I love a good fire so I hope you guys are having an amazing week and that your upcoming week, that you're all ready to hit the ground running. Try to think of, you know, one thing a day that you can start romancing the ordinary with and see how far you get in the next month. And I'd love to hear what some of your ideas are for how you romance the ordinary. So if you follow me on Instagram at 7 Martians on Mars. Just comment on any one of the posts. I'll, I'll probably put up a post for Romancing the Ordinary, but I really, any post, any, co any post that you see, just comment on it on how you're Romancing the Ordinary and I'll, and I'll be able to see it and, and I'll re reply to you. So you can maybe be sharing ideas of how you're doing it and other people might grab onto your ideas. Maybe I'll grab onto your idea. Maybe you'll come up with something I've never thought of and I'll be like, wow, that's an amazing idea. So please share your ideas. Let me know how you're doing it and let me know how you feel about it. When I first heard the, the term, I was like, okay, that sounds a little bit corny. But now that I've incorporated it into my life and I'm continuing to incorporate it into my life, I have to say I'm loving it. I have to say I'm loving it. It's really helping me curate a life I don't need a vacation from. On that note, remember, as always, on the Mama Mentor Podcast, Take what works and toss the rest 
because life is far too short for somebody to tell you what to do. Love you tons. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye.